All right, we're back with episode 48 of the Beef Stew Podcast, the Chrysalis edition. I don't know why that's recording. <laughs> this is what happened when Chris doesn't show up. <laughs> we always have something go wrong. Even though I'm always like yelling at him because he, he's usually the problem child about everything. Um, but he decided he wanted a break. So we have our good friend Jack back. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> I might just take over. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be Jack's podcast before you know it. So we're back with a regular episode today. No more movie reviews. We'll see how Jack handles it. And the intro. Meat. Veggies. Put that in a soup. We're talking beef stew. Okay, so Jack has been here for our movie review podcast, but he hasn't been part of our crazy, just regular t- topic podcasts. So usually with these, we just talk about random things that happen through the week. Like usually if something big in the internet world happens, we'll talk about that. But I don't think anything crazy happened this past week. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball? The sex Oh, Sean yeah, Schimmel I don't think that word that shouldn't be said. <laughs> That's happened, but I think we we're going to try to get some sound bits for that. <laughs> Not the Goku one, but maybe. <laughs> okay, <good>. You shouldn't. <laughs> Goku calls his son the F word. A few times. A few times. Not fuck. <laughs> Not fuck. Not that F word. <laughs> the other one that's derogatory. So I had a few things I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> Um, I know you were talking about Kanye's shoes earlier. Oh gosh, I love them. I actually, you know what? I actually want a pair too, but I know they're going to be like upwards of a hundred dollars, maybe even more. Cause isn't all of his stuff just really expensive? Stupid expensive. Like there's a, one of his Yeezys, Yeezys that he released was like 800 bucks when it came out. Yeah, that's insane. So I don't know if I want to spend an arm and a leg just to get a pair of Crocs. They're probably just made out of foam. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're super comfortable. I mean, they look yeah. super dope. They, yeah, they look really cool. Look like something you could wear to the beach. Yeah, not a people. Not a lot of people are like reacting well to it. Really? Yeah, I know a lot, a lot of people, people were of it. comparing them to Crocs. Yeah. But I mean, Crocs are like sinful to look at. Yeah, but they're making a huge comeback. I mean, working at a shoe store, I would. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> I know. Popular in high school, middle school, right now. Really, I know. Post Malone brought him back briefly with his yeah, separate line. I like. That he, I almost bought a pair. Really? They, they sold out like within twenty four hours. It was stupid. <laughs> so funny. People yeah. used to goof so hard on Crocs. Well, what are those? Yeah, yeah, but no, that was only like f- a couple years ago. Yeah, but now. When the white ones are super popular right now, the white ones, and then what was literally like three of them were super popular. It was like gray, then a different color, and now white. Yeah, I remember seeing a lot of red and orange. Yeah, we had, I don't think they were popular. Just a lot of old people wearing those. We had American a flag ones yep. that sold. God, yeah, those were those lasted forever. Hey, they're comfortable. I've never owned a pair of Crocs. You should. They're great slippers. I remember my little siblings, because I was in like late middle school, early high school when they first came out and got really big. 
And both of my siblings had them and they could get like the little charms for them to put in the holes and stuff. And all of the kids would do that and had like SpongeBob and all that shit. And they would, I, I was part of this like neighborhood pool club. Yeah. Cause I was a swimmer like you. Right. And, uh, that was like one of the main things that the swimmer kids would wear. And it was just they insane. St- they still wear it. Like- Don't mind that weed whack. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That that hurt my ears. Of course, like, (laughs) we haven't had any of those all day. When I start a podcast, one of those loud asses drive by. Jesus Christ, that scared the shit out of me. Honestly, I was like, what is that noise? (laughs) It just got got louder and louder. God. Oh, man. We're having, like, our first nice fall day. So I've got the windows open, fans going. It feels great out. And, of course, I decide, you know what? Maybe it won't be so loud this time. Asshole drives by. Fuck you, Alec. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah swimmers still wear them yeah just not the giblets yeah those things are giblets that's yeah. what they were called yeah still oh my shoe God. carnival actually they're free with every pair of classic crocs you get they still sell them yeah. wow yeah. yeah how much are crocs 40 bucks Oh my god. For a pair, yeah, for the classic ones. Oh my god. Yeah. I'd consider buying a pair for like twenty. I'm not spending forty bucks on some crocs. Dude. They they went down to like twenty five during a Black Friday. Really? Yeah. yeah. Black Friday. Actually the the regular ones did and then the ones with the fur did too. I got ones with the fur. I used to have a pair. So like Uggs? Ugg crocs? So they're like they look like the classic crocs. Yeah. But they have a fur liner on the inside. Okay. Super warm. They're great for the winter. I thought they were supposed to be like weather, like everything proof though. No, no, because even the chunky plastic ones or foam ones or whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. I mean, they're all foam. They're foam. But yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? Like they're everything proof, like pretty much indestructible. Like the cockroaches of the shoe industry. You could say that, (laughs) except, um, I had a pair and then left them out in the car during a really hot day. They melt? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Holy shit. They're like, I went to go put them on. I was like, why are they so tight? And I looked Ew. down they're all dysmorph. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've yeah. Seen, I feel like I've seen some pictures on the internet where some Crocs have shrunken. Yeah. That's there, there was one going around recently on Twitter of somebody's Nike slides had shrunk. Yes. I yeah. saw that. It wow. Was... Just from being in the heat. That's so weird to me. Yeah. I love my, like, it was right where the sun was hitting them, right through the window, super hot day, and I come in, and they're all melted, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was so disappointed. But then I got my fur once, so I wasn't too upset anymore. Well, are those $40, too? I got them when they were 25 Oh, on Black Friday? Yeah. Nice. Which, I'm pretty sure they're like 50 almost. Really? With the fur, yeah. You know, I, I, I could... They're really nice, because, like, when it, even when it's snowing out, it doesn't, like, seep in too bad to really? the fur liner so I take out Pepper and walk around in the snow with her and then walk inside after it's just super easy to slip them on super nice Pepper is your dog doggo yes. yes what breed is she she is an English Coonhound Great Pyrenees big big she's got really cool um, dew claws yeah that's from the Great Pyrenees apparently it's supposed to help them climb so her dew claws she has two Yes. Dew claws on each foot. Yes. And they're stacked on each other. It's yes. like some monster shit. And then they just flop around. Yeah. And they suggested getting them cut off. And we said no. 
because they're just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> part of it. They're yeah. like, they could get snagged and we haven't had any issues yet. And she so like if you clip the toes, clutch. do they still bleed and hurt her? Uh, like on the dual claws? Or are they just there? Like are They're they- not just there. They have use. Like, right. Like up and I don't know what the use is for, but it's like when they're climbing mountains because they're mountain dogs, they help herd sheep. Right. Uh, the Great Pyrenees do at least. And there's stories of Great Pyrenees fighting off bears. And wow. Like, yeah, 150 pound dog fighting off a, you know, 500 pound. That's metal. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. You're about to get a second dog. Yeah. You just today. found out today. Yes. And kind you're of a pretty excited decision. for that. Very excited. Same breed. Yeah. Same breed. But she doesn't have the dual claws. She's gonna be a little bit smaller. So you. your current dog, Pepper. Is pretty chill. Yes. Do you think this new dog is going to be as chill as Pepper? Well, I mean, since she's almost a year... I mean, she's timid. She's more timid than Pepper is. Is she the same litter? No, she's a litter after. Okay. Yeah, so she's six months... Hold on, let me do math. Eight months younger than Pepper is. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, because she's just... She turns one sometime this month. Right. But the owner cannot figure out when. Oh, she's just now turning one? Pepper N- no. or the new dog? The new dog. Okay. Pepper turned say. one back on April 1st. Still? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, She's... I can't believe Obi just turned two. Yeah, that's crazy too. That's I can't insane. believe that. That means wild. it's been two years, almost two years since I've proposed. That's crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, time is crazy. Time shit. is like not on my side anymore. After I turned 25, it's just been like, fuck you, man. <laughs> Like, I've kind of noticed things are going by fast. Yeah. And you're, you're 22, 23, just turned 23 in August. So wait till that 25, man. Once it hits. Yeah. It's like, you feel like an old man after it's insane. Like I've never felt any different after any of my birthdays, but once 25 came, I was like, I'm almost 30. Like I'm, I've got five years till I'm Well now I'm, I've got four years till I'm 30. That's scary. Yeah, but I I think <laughs> twenty six is just like kind of accepted. Twenty five is just like holy fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Not but, quite ready for that midlife crisis, but no. getting there. It's just a mental thing. Like I didn't feel physically any different. Yeah, but like just knowing that I'm five years away from thirty. Well, it's also like you slowly change throughout your life and then like you hit a certain point where you're like wow i used to be a real dick you're like a psychopath yeah kind of child and now i'm sitting at home doing nothing all day definitely i don't know i've always been kind of like a homebody kind of person like i don't like i don't like people Mm -hmm. i could just stay at home and be perfectly fine with a video game or a a sketch pad Mm mm-hmm I'm still kind of that way. I mean, you guys have definitely drugged me out, but like <laughs> you That's drugged me out to a college it. bar and I was miserable. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be because I had a lot of drinks. Um, but yeah, I just can't yeah. do it anymore. It wasn't busy that night. It wasn't. Okay. It was busy, but it wasn't too busy. There are some nights where we go and I'm just like, oh, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I don't know how people do it every Too every many night. people just drink. I mean, I've always been that way, but like. No, I used to be a lot more social than I am now. Really? I'm still like kind of social, but I more recently have been wanting to stay in and not deal with bullshit. Right. 
So that kind of that's a kind of a nice segue to one of the topics I wanted to talk about. You mentioned in our last podcast that you do photojournalism. Yes. And I know for one of the college bars, you've talked about a lot where you do shoots for different bands and things that go to yeah, yeah. a local bar. So I kind of wanted to know because. I'm in the art community as an illustrator, videographer. Mm-hmm. I dabble in photography sometimes just for fun. What um, what kind of inspired you to take that plunge into the art world? Because it's extremely competitive. And I feel like people who... You, you don't take that risk unless you have a real passion for what you do. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious as to how you got started with that. So... When I started college, I started off as a criminal justice major. Okay. And then switched a few times into... And your fiance was a criminal justice major too? Graduated with, yeah, a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Is that how you guys met? No. No, we met Oh, yeah, you you guys went to high school together. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, we met in high school. Um, Well, we met in middle school, started dating in high school. Right. Uh, No, no, but then I started... It was kind of stool, cool, a lot of the stories that people were telling yeah. with like photography and photojournalism. So that kind of drove me towards it. And then um, I minored in sociology, which is really interesting, learning how people work and why people hmm. work the way they do. And it sheds a lot of light on some of the issues that we have. Really? You know, today. Oh, yeah. It's kind of some of the classes I took pretty like eye opening, pretty wild. I took a whole gender studies class oh yeah i remember seeing that yeah that was interesting um i heard about people who took that i think one of my roommates took that class too mm-hmm. or at least like tried it and then dropped out mm-hmm. uh i heard a lot of rumors that that was like really really kind of like a feminist class yeah if you're really you know sensitive to that kind of stuff yeah i mean like a lot of people the teacher would the professor would say, like, you're coming in here, you probably heard rumors that this is a man bashing, bashing, bashing class. Right. And it wasn't like I was never offended. It was all like it was never. It's like a lot of the facts that they were pointing out were just they were just literally like raising awareness. Facts. Yeah. I was raising awareness to like the glass ceiling and okay. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they people I no one ever talked shit about man it was always statistics there were literal numbers involved right. every time they were talking about it and then you know sexist assholes who don't want to believe it will just consider it now did those kind of people take that class just kind of in spite of it no i mean really at least characters i think she she's she's talked about people that she's had that have been like that mm. who just kind of came to argue right and everybody i mean she allowed everyone to speak out on their own opinion as long as she she said as long as you're respectful for others you can speak out on your own opinion that's fair um you know she's had people who are more like who think that you know women belong in the kitchen and that's it kind really of. she's had yeah she's talked about she talked about a guy in there that had said that kind of stuff i'm curious how those people were brought up like maybe they had an abusive father <laughs> I mean, they're also, I mean, I've seen families who just like the mom stays at home even once their kids leave, you know, she doesn't do anything. She yeah. doesn't get a job. She just stays at home and does the husband's bidding. A lot Such of, a weird mentality. Yeah, it is. No, I'm it so really glad is. I have someone like Kate who works her ass off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to come home and I always, I feel bad every time, yeah. you know, my fiance makes me dinner. And yeah. I don't. 
you know, I don't do anything about it, but yeah, it's in a, it was an interesting class for sure. Um, I learned a lot about the pronouns and I mean, some of it was oh, the pronouns that's so yeah, here and there with me. It's, I don't understand it. Well, they get mad. The, yeah, the, the, that's the issue the that I have is that people get mad, you know, when you don't use them correctly without knowing first off yeah first off without like how are we supposed to know it's not a Second common off, thing to ask for pronouns before you talk exactly. to somebody and then they get mad that you know this modern society is being shoved down their throats well then why shove it down our throats right which is not they're like be respectful you know kind of thing but it was we're having some great segues today because another thing i wanted to talk about was dave Chappelle's new stand-up did you have a moment to i watched it you did oh yeah thank god because that fucking it was so good it's so funny and i love how um he was a responsible comedian by doubling down on what he said in the first special that got him in trouble yeah didn't didn't apologize and then he said more stuff in this one that got him in trouble and he doesn't i applaud you dave Chappelle. (laughs) he does not care the internet is such a loud place um and i feel like people take it way too seriously sometimes and that's how these groups of people got created um it's just a giant screaming match now i think yeah i mean it really is i mean what cancel culture and everything yeah that guy you know that comedian for snl that's getting yeah shut down right now for saying for something he said back in 2013 yeah on a podcast stuff that he said so long ago and he's clearly but another thing is like there are some points when you need if you're not known for being risky with your comedy right maybe say i'm sorry i said the wrong thing because he came out with a statement or i'm I, sorry I, I offend i i can see how it can offend some people but comedy is such a selective thing mm-hmm. like if you don't like what somebody is saying you just you're gonna you have to accept that and just not pay attention to that person yeah the yeah davis Chappelle though he's a legend he's <laughs> You know, he, he has trans joke in his last act, gets shit for it, so he does some more. <laughs> Brought it back hard. And the best part, the he, you know, he's, this this SNL guy, he's getting in trouble for doing uh, racial slurs toward Asian Chinese, people. Yeah. yeah, Chinese people. And then Dave Chappelle had a very, with within the transgender joke, um, doing the whole Chinese act. Yeah. You know, Chinese man blacked in a trapped in a black man's body. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has a Chinese wife. Yeah. Or Asian wife, I guess. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's so It was kind of the same with uh Bill Burr's new stand up. I haven't seen that one. That one has very similar echoes of Dave Chappelle's topics. Mm-hmm. Kind of like of PC culture and stuff like that. Mm. And people being overly sensitive now. Um Man, that can that can just go so deep. I've heard people talk about how if we allow people to be sensitive like this, and this is why I have such um, high regards towards stand-up comics nowadays, because they're kind of like the heroes of society, modern mm-hmm. society, by not letting these people shut them down, yeah. is we get this kind of horseshoe effect with the PC culture. It's like, you can't say this, you can't say that then what can you say? It's kind of a 
hypocritical stance because we want it to be all inclusive but if you're telling us we can't say these things then it's not all and you're not allowing people the chance to learn right that's i think that's a great thing about dave Chappelle. is like he literally makes fun of everybody yeah you know white black asian trans gay his first joke was just how stupid people are being yeah yeah who was that donald trump it's you. <laughs> it's all of you. He's just, he doesn't, he's, is he the one that, yeah, because they voted, he voted for Hillary Clinton. I think he, he did? In his last, was that what he, he, that's what he was saying in his last one, right? No. Or did he vote um, for, I think he did. He might have. But like, he's more conservative in his views, yeah. but like he wasn't going to vote for Trump, but he had a whole joke. He's like. You know, he's voting for Hillary Clinton. He sees some people ashamed. You, you could tell that they had to go vote for Donald Trump. And he was like, you know, we're both ashamed to be here, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Makes those kind of... He just doesn't doesn't care. Whatever he thinks is going to work best is what he goes for. I feel like that's... Like this PC thing is starting to die down. Especially with uh, Gen Z and Zoomers on the way. I've yeah. seen a lot of... <clears throat> A lot of the older mentality coming back, or it's just like the wild west of the internet. Yeah, people back aren't when, seeming to care as much. They've been so overly sensitive to things. The natural thing to do next is become insensitive. Gen Z is wild, though. They create some fire memes. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Have you been on TikTok, dude? <laughs> Yeah, I, can, I sometimes I forget when I'm going through those that like most of those kids or people making them are Gen Z kids. Yeah, middle schoolers. Jeez, it's and insane. They are hilarious. I, I love it. And some of them are so dark. Keep it coming. So dark. We need more of that. I, yeah, I mean, you got me stuck on TikTok. Yeah. And then Connor yesterday he was on the back porch for like an hour and a half just watching TikTok. <laughs> Such a. So I think we're to the point where. We need to make a decision. Is TikTok better than Vine? Not until Evan Breen joins TikTok. You really like Evan Breen. Dude, he cracks me up. He's so funny. I was a huge fan of Nick Coletti. Yeah. I. Oh, my God. I loved him, too. It was like the little short things where you have to either, you know, it was either funny or it wasn't. Yeah. This, like, you have, how long do you have for a TikTok? Like a minute? I don't know. Some of them go long, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, cause you, it could start off bad, but then you could have something at the end that saved it. Yeah. But like the people who are successful on Vine, well, my favorite people on Vine, they were consistently funny, whether right. it'd be something like super stupid that didn't make sense, made me laugh or like a clever joke. Yeah. It was always, I mean, it was always pretty funny to me. TikTok has such a unique selection on what you're getting. That is true. Uh, Cause you can, their algorithms insane. Cause you'll still get those random people with like one or two likes on yeah. their videos, and you're just like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this doing here?" Whereas Vine was, you got those curated videos, yeah, like from who you follow. Yeah, this has true. a mix of everything. Like you see the people who are trying to be like Vine, yeah, and then you get the musically people who just sing the songs. And then you just get these random fucking people who 
probably shouldn't be making videos. <laughs> I think that's why I love it so much. It's just the diversity of everything you get. That's true. Because six seconds didn't really allow too much expansion. No. Have you gone back and like watched some regular vines? I mean, I, there was a point where I'd sit down and watch 20-minute compilations of them. The compilations never fail. No. But sometimes old viners will repost their vines. Like today I saw one that Curtis Lapore reposted on Instagram. Can't remember. I don't know who that is. He was like, he got in big trouble for rape accusations. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like in a heavy metal band. He had the bug eyes <laughs> and curly brown hair. Chris. Lots of tattoos. Curtis Lapore. Curtis Lapore? Yeah. He would he would hang out with like Batch and Amanda Cerny. Oh, he had the dog he got in trouble for. I did not like his vines. Yeah, I thought he was. He, yeah, those were the kinds of ones that were like, they looked like they're professionally. Yeah, like they take were, it into iMovie and add sound effects. Yeah, and I didn't like those. Yeah, I didn't. I like the ones that, like, I mean, they probably took an i iMovie, you know, homemade ones, but like they look homemade. Those were the best ones. Like David Dobrik. David Dobrik and Nick Coletti. Do you watch his vlogs? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Because I thought I mentioned it. all of them. Okay, cool. Because I thought when we were at your house, I was like, I was talking about his vlogs, but I didn't think you like, you like noticed that I was talking about it. Cause you like didn't say much about. It. I was like, oh fuck, am I, I in too deep? Maybe I think we. I think I'd asked you if you did. I don't remember you talking about him too much. Oh yeah, I'm huge into his stuff. So what I like to do is I will go like weeks without watching. So then I can just go and binge his videos in like one sitting. I'll watch like, comps over and over and over. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll I'll do that sometimes. I like watching like the pranks that he does. Yeah. Recently, his big thing is the uh, the chemistry thing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Blowing. What did he? He did five different trash cans full of ping pong yeah. balls and whatever did, they did made them blow up. Yeah. And then the one didn't blow up. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. I like the one where uh, Jeff took the two liter um, bottle and almost like took his head off when it <laughs> flew up, dude. I was like, holy like, shit. One more take? Nope. Nope. I'm, I'm going, <laughs> going home. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, man. Sometimes I feel like, I feel like a high school girl. Like I shouldn't be watching those videos, but. He's such a good guy though. Yeah. You can tell. I mean, what? what? Jason's ex-girlfriend. Trisha. Trying to, trying to, you know, cancel him. Yeah. Doing, doing her best to cancel him. I don't think it worked. Cause he's. If he is that much of an asshole, like he does not portray it like at all. I don't, I don't most, I know like most of their bits are, you know, all of their bits almost are scripted, Oh yeah, but they're all like the laughs are genuine. Like you can, most of them are having a good time. The production is good too. Yeah. Like the delivery, everything. It's just like Vine. Perfect. Like Vine was scripted, but the way that people deliver it, you don't care. Yeah. (laughs) As long as it's funny. But the best one, the best ones are like when he gives a car away. I love watching. Yeah. Oh my God. The one with Zane that he just posted in the Lamborghini. That was insane. Oh, uh, Heath. Heath. Yeah. What the fuck? Made me cry. (laughs) Okay. You're the super fan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I literally just watched it. Oh yeah. And uh, we're sitting at home and we're both getting, Serena and I are waiting to go to work and I, 
I just pull up the video and just show it to her and make her watch it. She didn't know what was going to happen. And then she cried. <laughs> did she really? Yeah. I teared up a little bit watching. Oh, it. I did too. It's so, it's so. I've watched that one like seven times. That's, probably. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, that's probably the best reaction out of getting. A yeah. It's genuine. Car, too. Except when he gives the car to Natalie. Oh, for her birthday. Yeah, that was a good one. He he was you could tell he was crying before he even like he was like, Here's your car and he he was crying already. Yeah. Which which is why I mean I think those moments show that he's not as much of an asshole as because like people could say Don't even get me started on Jake Paul. (laughs) Logan Paul. He's an Those Paul brothers, man, let me tell you. Did you see the uh They're I think they're what tainted the word vlogger. That's why people just don't yeah, because I used to watch vloggers the time of day. I used to watch vloggers who, I mean, they weren't funny. They just yeah. traveled the world and, I mean, did a really good job making very well cut videos. Mm. Um, who was it? Casey, Casey nice Neistat. That. His vlog, his vlogs are probably some of the best vlogs I've watched. Really? Because I mean, he have you watched his? Okay, so I remember when he first started getting big, and I couldn't get away from him. Um. Something about the popularity of his videos and his appearance threw me off of watching them. What do you mean? Just because I felt like YouTube was forcing it down my throat kind of gave me the gumption to be like, fuck this guy. But I've seen, I don't have a problem with them. Mm. I've seen him pop up a lot and he seems like a genuinely good guy. How many of his videos have you actually I have seen? not seen any of them. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's nicer than David. Really? Dude, he's such a good guy. He'll talk to people on the street. He, I mean, well, he used to live in New York. You know, a lot of the. the he just moved places. to LA, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which he was very not happy about, but had to do it for, yeah. you know, business. That fucking sucks. I'd Originally, never want to live in LA. He had started his vlogs as like a, to promote his, this app that he was doing. And then his app didn't do so well. And it actually, it got bought out by a different company, but he had to stop making videos for a while because it was kind of taking over his life. And he was like, I'm going to have to stop making videos. And then he brought it back because he would stay up till, because he posted a video every day. Really? For Kind of like PewDiePie. Yeah, but he was editing his videos himself. Yeah. Plus doing other things. So he'd be up till three, four in the morning editing videos and then you know not really spending much time with his did you hear about how he got paid for the hillary clinton ad Mm -mm. i think that's the biggest drama i've ever heard him get into he was paid like upwards of a million dollars to promote hillary's campaign really yeah during the election a million dollars i mean why would anyone be upset how how could i know right how could you say no to something like that a million dollars and he has two kids and a wife i guess the the only thing would be like you know he's being paid to advertise something that's a little more important than just a regular company like this is a presidential election i mean in the end you're gonna vote for who you want to vote for that's true that's true but i still don't care like he he, so what I find fascinating about his videos is that like all the angles that he'll do, he'll go and run, you know, I think like he's like 10, 12 miles a day. Like he'll get up super in the morning, super early in the morning, go run 10, 12 miles. 
and then like he'll have videos of him running so what he'll do and he shows it like he did this he will go run place it like his phone on a rock and then run away and then run back around the corner <laughs> pick him as well yeah and he had like he'll do these uh time lapses yeah where he will have because he has like all the new phones so he has you know he'll get the most recent iphone he'll get the note 10 and then he'll have the so he does tech review too oh yeah okay oh yeah and then like marcus brownlee mm -hmm. he's big he's bigger in the samsung like he loves samsung hell yeah but he represent uh, (laughs) speaking of actually man their new shit looks awful (laughs) it doesn't look doesn't look innovative no I hate that square in the back. I hate it. It kind of like of people. forces you to get a case because it's going to be not even. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. With a Funimation posted a picture. It's like, we think we've seen that before. And they showed, you know, the triangle uh, lenses, like the three lenses that they have. And then they showed TN. <laughs> I thought they'd post like... Uh, Death from Soul Eater. I haven't seen that. He's got like the two eye holes and then instead of a nose, it's another hole. <laughs> I think Tian's better. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm not impressed with iPhone anymore. They don't do anything. They're c- claiming that they have the most powerful chip. Like they said the iPhone XR was better than the, I, the Samsung S10. Here's what iPhone has on Samsung. Their displays are top-notch. Their UI animations are seamless. So, really... And their cameras are better. Barely. Um, but, I mean... Software-wise. I don't like their UI. I don't like how exclusive all of their products are to everything. That's why I don't have a MacBook. If something mm-hmm. were to break, I would have to send it to Apple support mm-hmm. instead of buying a cheap piece of equipment that would fix it just fine. Yeah. Something about that, I just stayed away from Apple. I love I love their animations and all that, but I just got to stay away. We're rounding up on 35 minutes, which is long for our episodes. Damn. And that's a good sign because I don't think I had to use any of my topics. I, was, I mean, it was a good discussion. Which means you're a good co-host. Thank you. Thank you. You Do should. Best. You should look into podcasting. Um, so I'm going to end the podcast with, uh, do you think Chris has a weird smell? I think what? he kind of stinks. 